Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. Tomorrow night, Mike and I are going to be at the Addy Awards. And I I love the, the awards themselves and I love the dinner. You know, give me food and I'm fine. Sure. But what I enjoy the most, Mike, is the hour and a half prior to the sit down where you get a chance to work the room and you get the chance to network. You too? Well, I think for me, the, what I like the best is winning the award, but okay. in the interest, which, you know, hopefully we'll do again tomorrow night. But in the interest of this podcast, uh, this episode, I will say, Warren, yes, that is my favorite part too. Yeah. Absolutely. We've had some, uh, we've had some folks asking us recently, uh, you know, is, is it really necessary to, to get out there and actually rub elbows with people and network? I'm not all that great at that. I'm a little shy and I'm not great at starting conversations and all that. And so Mike thought it'd be a good idea if we revisited something from many, many years ago about mm-hmm. how to work the room, how to network. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you kind of nailed it on the head there, Warren. People are, you know, sometimes not comfortable. The word networking tends to give people pause. It tends to intimidate some people. And so going out to a bunch a room with a bunch of strangers and, and introducing yourself isn't necessarily natural for some people. So yeah. we thought, here's some ideas on how you can, you know, make it a little easier for yourself. And, and remember, your, your goal here is, as it is with voice acting, is to start a relationship, all right? Because that's where you're going to get the repeat work and you're going to work for someone again and again because you've built a relationship. You're not looking for a job. You're looking to get to know these people a bit and and get a relationship started. Now, it starts right here with a little bit of networking. Yeah, so let's start with one of the simple, most basic uh, things you can do when you are at a networking function, which is to make sure you have plenty of business cards with you. Now, Mm -hmm. I can tell you from experience, I am terrible at this. It is my biggest weakness when I network. I am great at talking to people, and I almost never remember to restock business cards before I go anywhere. So I always have like, I'm scrambling for one in my wallet that's like, you know, kind of bent up and the corners are all kind of, you know, <laughs> it's it's bad. Don't don't be like me. And um, make sure you have a good stock of business cards with you uh, that you can hand out when you meet people. It is a tried and true networking tool and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So yeah. make sure you've got them with you. I, I learned something at a, um, a session once on networking many, many years ago that I've, I've kept with me all these years. And that is to Keep the um, uh, yours your business cards in one pocket of of your coat. Okay, usually you're wearing a sport coat or a, a suit or something, and and keep the ones that you're collecting in the other pocket. So you're not pulling out somebody else's card, you know, to go to hand it to somebody. It'll just kind of keep you organized a bit. And don't forget to jot down notes about your conversation on the back of the card at the uh, at your earliest uh, convenience. All right, you don't want to do that obviously in front of people like you're taking notes. But when you you get away from somebody you've been talking to for a few moments, or when you go to the bar to get a refill or whatever, you know, take a moment to write down, you know, who, you know, what you talked about and maybe somebody's name was mentioned that you want to mention back to this person, whatever it might be. And, uh, and that way you don't get back to the, uh, uh, the card later and look at it and go, who the heck was this? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. If possible, do a quick sketch of what they look like so that, you know, you have a visual. No. <laughs> um, you know, one of the tips we give also is not to spend too long in any one conversation. But one thing I want to talk about this time too is, is how do you get into a conversation? This is one of the things I think that trips people up the most is, you know, you're in a room full of people you don't know and you're kind of standing there in the corner with maybe some hors d'oeuvres and a drink in your hand and you're, you know, you don't, you don't know people. So 
how do you break into that conversation? And there's a couple of different ways that you can do this. I mean, one of the the sort of, you know, most um, effective methods, honestly, is to find a group of people and sort of stand near them and then sort of, you know, kind of eventually, you know, sort of drift in a little bit to the group. And, Make some and then, eye contact maybe with one person or right, you know, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. And then sort of it's at a good point when somebody's, you know, when there's a pause that you can make a comment, just, you know, sort of insert, you know, something and, and join the conversation, you know, or you can also, you know, if you're, if you're near a group and you might overhear something and the group sort of maybe breaks up or something like that, you can always, you know, grab one of the members and just say, oh, hey, I just heard you talking about, you know, this business or that business or whatever. And, uh, you know, I just want to introduce myself to you real quickly. Yeah. And then while the two of you are standing there talking, chances are good that other people who are nervously standing in the corner holding their drinks and hors d'oeuvres might also drift into your conversation. And then, and then you're sort of the, the, the anchor of the conversation that other people are coming into. There you go. The other thing that I do is if I um, think that somebody's going to be there that I'd like to meet, mm-hmm. and I do in, indeed see or understand that that person is in the room, I try to find someone in a conversation that may, might know this person that can introduce me to them. So don't be afraid to do that. It's a great way uh, if you already know somebody and they know this person, he can be the intermediary, intermediary he's trying to say. Right. And, uh, and and that way you're, you're getting that introduction that you're looking for. It doesn't have to be quite so cold, if you will. Right. And likewise, if you run into somebody that you know at one of these meetings, even if it's not a close personal friend, but just an acquaintance or a business contact that you can start a conversation with, you know, after a couple minutes, just say to them, hey, listen, you know, I'm fairly new here. You know, I, I know that you maybe know some of these people. Could you maybe introduce me to a couple of them so that I can get conversations started with them? And most people will have no problem doing that. And with me, actually, most people want to because it gets me off their back. They can like just pass me off to yeah. other people. And that seems to be very popular for some reason. Now, here's a quote that we came across that I really, truly believe in and and really try to follow. Treat every person as if your professional life depends on it. Now, even if this person can't help you directly, they may know somebody who can. So every relationship is just that important. Yes, it's basically like common courtesy. I mean, when you're at a networking event like this, you, you always want to be polite to everyone, be cordial to everyone. Even if there's people there who maybe rub you the wrong way, there's no reason to make that feeling known. You know, just just be pleasant, you know, have a quick conversation with them and move on. There's, there's always a, a reason to find to be polite to somebody in a situation like this. And if it happens to be at a sit-down event, you know, one of the things to keep in mind is don't necessarily sit with just the people that you know. You know, when you're at a table, it's easy to be like, oh, well, there's, you know, Mary and Bob, and, and I know them, and I can sit and talk to them at the whole meeting. And that's great. It's going to be more comfortable for you, but is it going to help you network at all? Not really, because they already know you, and they already know what you can do. You know, sit at a table where there's people that you don't know, so that while you're at this table with them, and you're sort of basically forced to have conversation with them, you have a bit of a captive audience then you can really get into talking to them a little bit and and meeting new people, making new contacts, rather than simply talking to the same people that you already know week after week after week. And very important as we wrap up here is to follow up with a pleasant uh, greeting to these people um, in writing. Uh, Whether you email them or perhaps a handwritten note saying it was great meeting you. You Mention, of course, where it was because they could have gone off to another party afterwards, you don't know. And uh, and, maybe mention a little bit about your conversation. This is where those notes on the back of the card come in handy. Mm -hmm. So just, again, a little thank you note or a postcard. um, And and if you, in the conversation, promise to send them something, obviously include that with whatever you send, whether it be your your demo or another copy of your business card for someone else. I had somebody, here's another one, I had somebody uh, not long ago hand me two business cards. Mm. And she said, one's for you and one's for you to pass on to somebody else that might need my services. And I thought that was pretty clever. That's very clever because not only might you do that, but also she sticks in your mind. I mean, you, you remember that. So it makes 
an impression, which is always important. But I, what I really want to do is become her uh, uh, business card printer <laughs> because she obviously goes through them twice right. as fast That's as everybody else. That's clearly a lucrative <laughs> business. <laughs> and, and one more thing, I want an example I want to give is that uh, one of our uh, former students, a guy named Keith, who's been you know a big a big fan and friend of the show, um, he recently did get a job. I think we mentioned this recently for a major engineering firm um, through one of these networking opportunities. He met somebody at the meeting. He talked to them, gave them his business card and his demo. Um, followed up with them. It turned into a, a, a job doing an instructional video for them. Um, and they said, hey, if this goes well, you know, we have we have more of these. And now it, it did go well. And so he's now got booked to do four more of them oh, for them. And it's wow. a pretty good sized job. It's a very, you know, it's a pretty large project and it's paying pretty well. That's so just terrific. from going to one meeting and making some conversations, he's now got a regular client who's paying him good money to do voiceovers. And, and what more can you ask for than yeah. that? And are Mike and I jealous? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I was at that yeah, same weren't you even at that I meeting? I was at that same well, gathering. Clearly, you yeah. dropped the ball, Warren, because he scooped you. <laughs> well, good luck. And uh, again, don't be afraid. It's 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 worth every moment that you have a chance to uh, to network yourself. Have, have you taken that first step toward a career in voice acting yet? We've got a fun way that you can get introduced to the business. It's an enlightening single-evening adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk, offered through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across North America. And you might be able to sign up for a class near you very soon. That's right. The week of March 17th, after you've recuperated from your St. Patrick's Day celebrating, you will find our class offered in Rancho Cucamonga, California, where, of course, that's, you know, huge St. Patrick's Day celebrations out there (laughs) because of all the, you know, the Irish population in Rancho Rancho Cucamonga, Cucamonga. right. Uh, We'll also be in Edmonds, Washington, Wilmington, Delaware, Washington, D.C., Alexandria, Virginia, and Poughkeepsie and Troy, New York. I have a special place in my heart for Alexandria, Virginia. That's where my wife lived when I met her. Ah, how about that? We've got you covered all. Also, if you're in New Jersey, which is where my first wife is from, but we won't talk about that, <laughs> uh, with classes scheduled that same week in Parsippany, Toms River, Audubon, Hamilton Township, Fairlawn, Jackson, Paramus, Millstone Township, and Bud Lake, New Jersey. Sounds like an announcement on an Amtrak. Right? It really does. Uh, call us if you'd like to know when and where our class is scheduled near you, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, where we always look forward to your comments, your questions, and your topics suggestions for Voice Coaches Radio. Keep those comments coming so we can keep each episode as topical as possible. Well, that kind of almost rhymes. It sounds like a neat song title, Topical I, I, as of Possible. Of course, yeah, there you go. I did it that way, obviously. Yeah. Like it could be in like The Sound of Music That's, or Mary Poppins. Yeah, there you go. Well, um, I can get out of voice acting finally. I have a big hit record. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and as always, join us between podcasts on Facebook and on Twitter. Yes, and uh, next week we'll let you know how we did at the uh, at the Addies. Yes, tomorrow. hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have a big announcement for you guys. So right, get the those congratulatory emails ready. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you can join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Yeah, how's that? If you sound a little better? Yeah, yeah, I I hear myself better now. Thanks. And we look pretty equal. All right. I always thought you were prettier than me. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I do get mistaken for Brad Pitt a lot. (laughs) I'm always just a dollar... Short and a day late—is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. Day late and a dollar short. Day, day late and a dollar short. All yeah. Right. A dollar late and a day short. Yeah, I'm would both. Be a of little those. weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's probably nowadays too. It'd be like a day late and a dollar seventy-five short because of inflation. Exactly, inflation. Yeah. We should do it like we did in two thousand nine. Hey, Warren. Today, why don't we talk about networking? <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
Now, now here's a quote that I really, truly believe in. Treat every person as your... Yeah, let's try that again. <laughs> that I'm, is a I'm, good quote. I'm, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> a little and short. That's how it came out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a basic kind of common courtesy, but at a meeting like this, or, you know, at a networking... Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's basic kind of common... Can't do it. Okay. What you want to do is sit at a papal... Uh, sit at a papal. You know, with the Pope. With the Pope, you know, Yeah, sit at a papal yeah. table. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you can get that audience, you may Which as well, right? Than a kid's table. That's, that's good networking right there. <laughs> uh, so, well, I was, yeah, yeah, that was good. We both were like, blah, blah, blah. all right. Um, by the way, um, your first wife was from New Jersey. That should have been your first clue that it wasn't going to yeah, work. Right. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't have, I wasn't going to say anything, and then I thought, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, why not? She's not listening. No. <laughs>